We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is up, everybody? It's uh, schedule release day for the 2023 season. My name is Andrew Spade, and I am going to be hosting a, uh, let's say, a full crew of OBR regulars uh, coming in and out today um, to talk about the schedule. It's uh, the NFL, and so even the schedule is newsworthy. So uh, we'll bring in a whole bunch of people. Let's bring in first, um, you know him from his frequent film breakdowns and his uh, extensive collection of hooded sweatshirts. It's Jake Burns. Jake, how you doing tonight? Oh, hooded sweatshirts. It's my calling card. I like it. I'm okay, man. It is Thursday night, and uh, that that's uh, that's exciting. I guess we get some content, some NFL content. We wish they'd space this out a little bit instead of being like draft and then release. But they yeah. decide to throw it all out. It's pretty quick here. And uh, yeah, let's let's dig into the details where I think the details are friendly to the Browns. It does seem pretty good so far from what from what I've seen. Um, let's bring in uh, next. Probably should have brought him in first since he uh, pays the bills. And is he is he actually here? I don't know if Barry can go. Can Barry go? Let's see if Barry shows up. Barry, you want to come in? Nope, maybe not. All right, let's do Brad Ward then. Uh, Brad Ward is joining us. Uh, Brad, how are you tonight, gentlemen? Uh, happy to be with you. Schedule release, uh, a lot of uh, hype here around uh, something that never used to be this hyped up, that the NFL has turned into another event uh, here. So I'll uh, find out, though, uh, some interesting stuff uh, about uh, the schedule, and uh, I think it is pertinent uh, where some of these games land, actually. Yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and just, uh, Ian, if you have that graphic, let's throw that up and just dig right into it, right? So this is the schedule uh, oh. for the season. And, you know, the first thing that jumped out at me is the early bye week. It's I think it's one of the earlier bye weeks the Browns have had in recent memory. I know that uh, it wasn't last year, but two years ago, right, that they had a super late bye week and it was uh, seriously problematic for the team and their injury situation. Um, this year it's the, I think, I don't know if they can do a, a week four buy. I think it might be the earliest week that they, they could have a buy. Maybe some teams get a week four anyway. Um, but, but the early schedule apart from the bye week 
you know, I mean, they play everybody in the division, which you don't love that early in the season, but that Titans game seems friendly and, and four of the five games at home with the only road game being against the Steelers, that's got to feel pretty good in terms of a way to start the season. Right, Jake. Yeah. That kind of stands out to me is, you know, the bye week isn't great per se, uh, but, but I think I'd prefer it too early than too late because if you recall, a lot of those guys uh, had made the note that uh, when they didn't have the opportunity to have the bye week um, until later in the season, it was like you didn't even get the bye, right? Like that was uh, – it, it, wasn't, it wasn't even worth it necessarily. Obviously, we would prefer it kind of more like mid-November, early mid-November, but – uh, you get what you get. And I think the thing that stands out to me is last year, I know a lot of the pressure was on the first four games, right? Where we were almost having the conversation of that's where Watson will be suspended. How do they do the first four to five games? To me, this year sets up as they only have to leave Cleveland to go one state over until the last. I mean, they go one state over two times. They don't go anywhere real until the 29th of October. Right. They have four of their first five games, five of the first six weeks, they're in Cleveland. Right, like that is every opportunity to get a humongous start, at least a favorable situation, right? Because, you, you like I said, you start with you know your your three. You know, I know you go to Pittsburgh, but you get two of your three division teams at home, which is it's fantastic, and then you get that extra day of preparation for a Monday night game, uh, and I know you're short after that, but I mean the Steelers game is the one they're obviously going to want. They want to, I would imagine our goal would be you talk here to split the first two if you can. And then, right. I, like I said, then you go from September 24th to like October 20th. You almost get a right. full month in your hometown here of no right. travel, which is right. which is really great. And as you guys know, Pittsburgh and, and Indy aren't that far away at all. Yeah, so at least those are quick Pittsburgh trips. at least is a, is a bus trip or what used to be a bus trip. I don't know if they still do that, but uh, yeah. So, so you know, the, the big trips are later in the season. Obviously, they've got that. They've got that back-to-back road games, Indianapolis, and then they go out to Seattle the next week. That's that's a long trip. Out to Seattle is a long trip, and then um, you know, then and then most notably, Brad, they've got the two back-to-back road games, week twelve in Denver, and then week uh, thirteen in Los Angeles, which is something that you know there was a report around the owners' meetings that they were lobbying the league to give them that, so that they hmm. could spend that entire time away from the facility. So they will be out. I, at least if that reporting is to be believed, they will be out on the West Coast from, you know, before the Denver game all the way through the Los Angeles game. Yeah, so that's interesting. You know, they will probably just stay out West, right, and right. Uh, spend a week out there for that. You know, the, the bye week is unfortunate, but I agree that I'd rather have it early than late. Uh, but, you know, last week it was smack dab right in the middle of the season, so right. we were fortunate there. Um but that's super early. I mean, that what is that week five? I mean, yep. is that the first week that you're eligible to have a buy? Probably, I would think. Um, so that's in in the uh, conference or inner uh, division heavy schedule. Early is not. I don't think that's great uh, necessarily, but it is what it is. Here's kind of what I was looking at is. Ideally, you would have wanted to have, if in a perfect world, you would have wanted to have the Cardinals and the Niners as early as possible 
because of their quarterback injury situations. We don't know where Kyler Murray's going to be. We don't know where Brock Purdy's going to be health-wise. Right. I also would have liked to have Are we just ruling out the... Trey Lance? Is he just dead to the world? Like, isn't it possible uh-huh. Trey Lance is just better than Brock Purdy, but he's been hurt? When, I don't know. I, I guess I'm asking you guys. Like, what, I, I, mean, I am don't know when Lance that is back, but I don't know. I'm assuming that it's Brock Purdy's uh, job to lose, I guess. Um, yeah. well, well, that's what Shanahan has said, right? Yeah. But so then there's the injury piece. Then there's the injury piece. But, you know, he had Tommy John. Now, now Murray's coming back from a torn ACL and meniscus, which is right. a serious injury. So, but once again, they don't play them until whatever week that is, but mid-season. Yep. Um, and then the other thing that stands out is, is if you were going to play the Jets, I would have rather played them early. Uh, just because of, you know, yeah. by week 16 there, Rodgers is going to be fully acclimated and into that offense and everything. And if I think if you had a chance to play them, you would have rather played them earlier. So those are the ones I had written down that, you know, you want to play them early. Same with the Rams, maybe, because they're, but I don't think, I think the Rams are pretty much tanking, probably. Uh, yeah. There's a good chance that by the time you see the Rams and the Texans, potentially, uh, that they are in full tank mode at that late in the season. So I would look at that positioning as maybe beneficial a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, not much else to read there. The interesting, you know, they're going out west three times where I don't think they left uh, uh, the, uh, you know. Yeah, uh, they only went to the central time zone last year. Central yeah. time zone uh, right. last year. So uh, that's interesting too. So. Um, and then they start with the Bengals, end with the Bengals. I don't mm-hmm. know what they're trying to tell you there, but uh, 16 <laughs> weeks in between, in between that, uh, that's yeah. interesting. I mean, talk about you're going to have two separate teams now. I could, you guys, this is really small on my screen. What what are the primetime games? Can you lay those on me? Well, the Monday Nighter Week Two in Pittsburgh uh, is 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 their only like profile high profile uh, primetime. They don't have a Sunday Nighter. Uh, obviously they could, be, they could be flexing to one. The Thursday is that Jets game late in the season. So, mm. so they've got the four day turnaround from on the road in Houston to a, a game at home against New York, which is not super favorable, but it does give you the long week before that last game against the Bengals. So the mini buy late in the season. So if they are, you know, headed towards the playoffs, maybe that, you know, makes that possible. But, but, you know, to me, I think the, I think the, 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 Real shock is I don't remember the NFL front-loading divisional games like this. Usually they they like those Back to happen loading. from from mid-season on. Yeah. For, the, for the Browns to play the entire division in the first four weeks is really something. I mean that it is that presents an immense challenge. I mean Brad, you talked about when you want to see these teams. I mean to a certain extent, I think the divisional opponents will be happy to see the Browns early because yeah. who knows what Watson and this offense is going to look like to start the season. So. Um, you know, that I, I think Jake, you already mentioned, you know, going one and one from Cincinnati and, and the Steelers and, and really you got to go two and one there because two of the three are your home games with those teams. So you really need to be, you really need to be no worse than two and one out of those games. And, and you really got to beat the Titans because they're one of the, the worst teams on the schedule. So it, it, it's the pressure is on from the jump here. Yeah. Yeah, man. They, they need to play well quickly. There's no doubt. I mean, I keep looking and like the beginning of the season is just a massive logistical advantage. And 
they don't even really suffer a road. Like the, the only thing they suffer from a road perspective is, yeah. is that Broncos Rams, uh, you and know, and I'm sure it. they'll stay. I know they, they bargained for that. They wanted, yeah, right. they wanted to go out. Right. I would want that too. I wouldn't want to split those up with the home game in between two West yeah. coast trips like that. So yeah, I, I mean, you know, the, for what you have, listen, for what you have coming off these things, like the, the Seahawks trip should be tough, but then you get to come home to a, presuming the Cardinals are one of the worst teams. I mean, I hate, right. we're so far out, but like, yeah. I don't think Kyler Murray's back by week nine. And if he's back by week right. nine, he's certainly not a, the version of Kyler Murray that you would be afraid of. So you, you get a nice homecoming game there. Uh, and then, and then it's like, you go out to the West coast and you get, I don't think, I mean, there's a chance the Rams get back to being good, but it's like the Broncos, We'll see. They, we'll see what they look like. They they were certainly not. Everyone thought they'd be pretty good last year, and we saw what version they were. They should be better with Sean Payton. I don't know, uh, but that like Broncos Rams are the two. Like I would I, like imagine going out to San. I know they didn't play on the road. They don't play the 49ers on the road. But like going out west and playing two really good teams, like that would right. be even more just of a problem. But right. I look at the schedule and I don't see anything that stands out to me as like the Browns got screwed here. I, I really don't. I, I don't see anything. And and I know that their strength of schedule metrics are really favorable. I think they were like 24th in miles traveled this year. So yeah, they do go out to the West coast three times, but it's otherwise like I, there's like three blocks of this schedule that I really like. I mean that December 10th through December 28th, where you're home for three games. And then again, like I, to, I think I might've cut out at the beginning, but being at home from September 10th, traveling two hours two and a half hours over to, to pittsburgh one time until october like 20th when you go over to indy a day before the game two days before the game is like that's unbelievable to start your yeah. season with that much home advantage yeah. so and yeah. two they haven't had a home playoff or sorry, well that'd be nice they haven't had a uh home opener a true home opener week one home opener since the debacle of 2019 so uh you know it's nice to yeah get a chance to win that game at home. And, and, and again, you look for opportunity, right? Like nobody thought, uh, you know, Pittsburgh was going to beat Cincinnati week one last year. And I believe they did. So like, you right. know, you, you, it's very much in the realm of possibility. They, they get a real shot to come out of this thing swinging against a team. They're very comfortable, a team they know how to beat. That's and right. then you go to Pittsburgh and you, and it's, I like going to Pittsburgh early. I hate going to Pittsburgh late. So I, I much rather have Pittsburgh early on the road than I do going uh, to Pittsburgh like week 17. I hate that trip. Like that's just, a, it just never works out. So mm-hmm. uh, you get fun. I think it's fun. And then again, week 12 through 18, you get one division game. So that, that to me is also fun. And there's two, to be determined uh, situations there too. So they could get yep. some Saturdays. I would imagine is why they don't, they don't have a date on those games. So Saturdays right. are uh, probably a, the, a, a strong possibility there, but yeah, I mean, I don't see how you can, it, Look, you could look at this the first six weeks and be like, well, that's one and four. Like you can you could I mean, I get it. You could do that. That that's it's always a possibility here, man. Those are tough games. Even the Titans, who are the team that I think a lot of us presume have taken a step back, they're still tough. They play nails yep. football, man. Like they are yep. uh, they they take even when they're not good, they take the shadow of, of Vrabel and they play hard. So uh, it's tough. It's a tough start, but the little parts of it being tough are at an advantage the Browns and you could be looking at getting Anthony Richardson week seven and one of his first few starts. So that's another advantage, right? So um, you can't, again, I don't see where you can look at this schedule and be like, this is terrible. Like they got other than the bye week maybe being like 
like late October, early November. That's the only mm-hmm. thing I would change. But otherwise, yeah. you know, I, I I think it's a pretty damn favorable schedule, and there there's the pressure's on to go win games, go go make yeah. the playoffs. They need to do it. I think uh, obviously, and it's like this every year, but more than any other year, uh, getting off to a good start is going to be absolutely critical. Because I mean, if you look at look at that third, you know, grouping there of games, Rams, Jags, even throw the Broncos in there, you know, on that you to make that trip and then come home for Jaguars, Bears, Texans, Jets at home on a Thursday night, and then Bengals. Uh, if excluding the Bengals game and Jaguars and Jets are good teams, but you get them at home. And you get the Jets at home on a third. That, that's a nice stretch to end your season on, I think. Yep. Yep. Uh, if you're in a race and it's tight in the AFC North, uh, you don't have to play anybody there but the Bengals, and you get some favorable matchups there, I think, down the stretch. So uh, yep. not a lot to complain about except for the bye week, I agree. Um, and uh, But but we can live with it, I guess. Uh, you're going to have to. Not much we can do about it now. Yeah. Okay. Real quick. Let's go around and just like, let's just pick out a game that, you know, I mean, I know we already knew these opponents, but the way you see it laid out, is it just as simple as being super excited to see them against the Bengals in week one at home? Or is there another game that kind of jumps out to you? And as I say that there's nobody better to ask this question to than uh, the founder and uh, publisher of the OBR, Barry McBride. Hi, Barry. Hey there, Andrew. How you doing guys? Good. How you doing, man? Hi, Barry. I am doing okay. I'm doing okay. I'm not all sure right. why, what to think exactly about this schedule yet, which is why I tuned in. I figured you guys could all tell me whether I'm supposed to be happy with it or not. <laughs> well, we're going to put you on the spot right off the top. So uh, the question I was going to have is, what's the game you're look, most looking forward to now that you see them all laid out here like this? Oh, boy. I mean, there, there are so many of them. But the, the one that I, I think intrigues me a lot is that 49ers game after the bye. Uh, this is a very good team we're talking about. Not a team we see a whole heck of a lot of uh, here in Cleveland. Um, you know, uh, very strong offense, very strong defense, and the Browns are going to have a whole bye week to prepare for them. What worries me about this game in particular is that the Cleveland Browns do not typically fare well after bye weeks when you expect them to fare well. Uh, and so the double whammy of facing a very good 49ers team, a very well-coached 49ers team, after a bye week has me concerned about that game, but also very intrigued. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And it will be the, uh, you know, the fourth home game out of five to mm-hmm. start off the season. And uh, uh, right now I'm, I'm, I'm not anticipating a Browns win coming out of this one, but uh, if that should surprise me, it could mark a, uh, a sort of inflection point in the season. So that's that's one that that really intrigues me. I agree. I think the the 49ers game in San Francisco 4 years ago was the one where it, you know the emperor really was revealed to have no clothes when they went out to San Francisco uh, and and got absolutely pantsed by that 49ers team. Uh, and it was it was a really shocking one. So um, Brad, let me go to you. Uh, is there one that jumps out to you in terms of uh, the one that you're just you're you're most excited to see? Uh, I think obviously week one, it'll be very telling. Uh, But I think the other one that jumps out to me, if you're looking early in the season, is is, uh, right before the bye, uh, Ravens at home. I mean, so like the Browns have done well against the Ravens at home 
recently, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they've split with them the last few years, right? So you got to find a way to split with them again. And the fact that you play them week four at home puts a lot of pressure on that game of getting that one, right? Like that's yep. a critical game you got to get mm-hmm. in the division. Uh, so I think that's a that's one that jumps out to me or I would highlight as a, a got to get this one game. Uh, Jake, same question to you. Any, anything just jumping off the page? Like I got to find a way to get to that game, that sort of thing? Um, I don't know about got to get to it. Uh, I, I think it would be, it would be fun to, to see the, what, what the jets look like this year. And especially yep. a Thursday night crowd is always, mm-hmm. is always good. I, the Jaguars don't come to Cleveland. Don't come to Cleveland very often. Whenever mm-hmm. I think Jaguars in Cleveland, I think of Josh Gordon's unbelievable game yep. way back when, uh, they don't come here very often and they're a fun up and coming team with, with, uh, all the names we should, we should be familiar with Trevor Lawrence and the gang. Uh, that one would be fun. I don't want anything to do with the Titans because they just are like, yeah. I don't even. They're like Wisconsin. No offense, Andrew. They're like the Wisconsin. <laughs> they, they, if you don't play hard and disciplined yep. uh, and, mm-hmm. and look past them, they will beat you. Yep. Uh, maybe the Iowa. Maybe the Titans are Iowa. Actually, yeah. You know, like yeah. nobody enjoys playing yeah. them, and they just right. always beat. They always the hell make out it a scrap. You. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. Otherwise, if I was to pick a road game that intrigues me the most. And going to, to to Houston again for Deshaun, yep. that's interesting. Um, yep. Especially at that. I would junction. be inclined. I would be inclined to go to like if I was a local fan, I would go to the Colts game. That stadium is just beautiful, and like mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. every part of a stadium that I, th- I wish Cleveland had, and 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 it's uh, should be a fun game. Like I said, Anthony Richardson might be starting by then, so that would be a fun one to go watch yep. live. Where the Browns have a good chance to win, right? Like, yep. you know, the Colts are trying to figure some things out too, so. Yeah, that's what stands out. If I if I was to make a like a like a uh, pushing it trip, I would go to probably Denver. This is yeah. just a just an awesome environment. Yep. Uh, at at Denver at Mile High Authority, I think it's like Sports Authority Field or something. Yeah, like it's, always, it's anyway. always it's always going to be Mile High, right? Yeah. Uh, I I think this this comment uh, from X Bottlegate. Yeah, uh, I, I was going to say that, but when I think Jaguars, that's all I think is uh, that referee ducking into the tunnel, uh, getting yep. pelted by. Uh, Plastic bottles of Miller Lite. Um, the the two games that really stand out to me really kind of bookend the season. I mean, obviously the the home opener, opening with a divisional opponent first week of the season is always huge. But that second week against the Steelers, because I think, like you know, we're this is a Browns show. We're Browns fans. That, that's going to be a tough game for the Browns at home against Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a good team. Uh, Joe Burrow's a good quarterback. I, the Browns have had the Bengals number, but still, like that's that's a tall task. If they if they are zero and one, but even if they're one and zero, either way, going to Pittsburgh Week Two is such a gift wrapped opportunity to get a divisional win early in the year, um, and it's a place that the Browns don't win. So doing that uh, anytime is worth celebrating, and so that that's one that I'll be you know, and then putting it on a Monday night, uh, those games you know with that crowd in Pittsburgh can get real weird. Uh, so that's going to be a, a, a an early season tester for the Browns in Pittsburgh. And then I think week 18 against the Bengals. Now, you know, I think uh, expectations for this team are, are kind of all over the board. You know, I saw Brad Stainbrook mission on our Slack. He's got him at nine and eight with the schedule. I think we'll play the schedule game here in a little bit, but, but you know, like if the Browns have nine wins going into week 18, there's a chance that that game in Cincinnati is for a playoff spot could be a division decider. Uh, and that's just, you know, for the Ohio teams to be the teams that maybe would be vying for that, 
is just really cool to see. Now, I'm not counting Baltimore out, certainly, and you never can count out Pittsburgh and Mike Tomlin, but but I, I just think those two games to me, as, as far as games that really stand out, it's those road games kind of bookending the season um, because they're both huge tests and, and you know, ways for the Browns to sort of announce that they've arrived is what I would say. Yeah, I, um, I, would, I, would, I definitely agree with that. Go ahead, Brad. Oh, no, I was just looking at the Bengals schedule. Uh, you know, just uh, another angle is, you know, who do these teams play before they play us and that yep. sort of thing. I think it's interesting that – uh, strangely enough, the NFL chose to play the Bengals and the Chiefs week right. 17. Uh, right. So you'll get that the week before they play Cleveland, and that's in Kansas City uh, and Pittsburgh the week before that. And then I was looking at their road trip. It's uh, also uh, out to Arizona. Oh, no, it's not. I'm Never mind. I take that back. Um so they do go to Arizona. I thought it was back-to-back the same way, but it's not. Um, but, yeah, so they their, their schedule goes uh, at Cleveland, Baltimore, home versus the Rams, at Tennessee, at Arizona, Seattle, and then their bye week is week seven. They also play San Francisco coming off the bye, but out in San Francisco. Um Buffalo is on their schedule, and as I mentioned, Kansas City already. So, I mean, they have a can, must considerably uh, more difficult schedule uh, from winning the division. Right. But uh, interesting that they put – very strange that they put that game in Week 17. Wouldn't you think I, that I think that would be like – it's on New Year's a, Eve, if I'm not mistaken. So I think it's it uh, trying to make it into a big deal, a big uh, celebration of football on New Year's. You're trying to steal a bowl game style, you know. Yeah. Uh, do a New Year's Eve NFL game, so – I think it was late. It's been late the last two years, right? Uh, yeah. This is the third year yeah. in a row they've played late in the season. So, um, Barry, I want to go back to you because I, I know you don't want to uh, probably stick around all night, but I, I am curious if you've if you've ginned up a prediction for for the the schedule based on what you've seen so far, or even if you don't want to give us a specific number, if you just have a a general thought on how you think this plays out. I've gone through the schedule. And like every year, have idiotically uh, guessed uh, each week whether they're going to win or lose uh, without knowing uh, how these teams are going to turn out this year and without knowing injury status or anything else. Uh, Just a complete exercise in uh, uh, really unknowing prognostication. And I came out at the end of the day with a 10-7 and record uh, for the Cleveland Browns. Um, I have them starting off fairly strong uh, this year, uh, but uh, unfortunately, uh, I, I have them ending on a little bit of a down note. Um, I don't like the look of playing in Houston, which I think is a win for them, and then coming back and playing the Jets on a short week yep. uh, against uh, Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. and uh, then having to go down to the Bengals. Um that's just a rough way to end the season. So I think they end the season on a bit of a down note uh, and wind up at 10-7, and 7, which I hope is still good enough for the playoffs. So kind of backing their way into the playoffs. Backing into the playoffs. That's, yeah, well, that's the Barry McBride prediction. <laughs> if they arrive in the playoffs, it's, it's all the same, no matter how it's they un- get there, right? Yeah. As long as they get there. Yeah. As long as they get yeah. there. Okay. Uh, any other thoughts on the schedule before we let you go, Barry? 
Uh, none really. Uh, I, I think that uh, the notion that this is the seventh easiest schedule in the league is absurd. I think it's just about any schedule is going to be very difficult if you play in the uh, AFC North. Right. Uh, you've got to run that gauntlet. I wrote about it this morning in the Newswire. Uh, this has its own set of challenges uh, with going out to the West Coast and playing in Seattle. Um, nothing comes easy in the NFL. And uh, as Browns fans, we know enough by now not to be overconfident, no matter how the, sh- the schedule shakes out. Uh, and uh, But I'm hoping for a good season. I'm hoping for 10-7, and 7, and I'm hoping for the playoffs this year. So let's go, Browns. I'm, I'm still optimistic. All right, there you go. Thank you very much, Barry, for stopping by, and uh, we will be holding you to that record prediction. If you don't get it exactly right, you're buying us all frosty ice creams down at the Tasty Freeze in January. All right, very well. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Thanks, Barry. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Uh, so, all right, so let's let's go through. Let's go game by game here. We're gonna do we're gonna do the thing that everybody loves to do when the schedule comes out. We're gonna play the schedule game. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try and keep track of this in a notepad doc on my computer. And if I do it wrong, everybody is welcome to yell at me in chat. Um, right. So uh, we'll go uh, around the horn. And uh, you, if you want to give me like a sentence, but I don't think we can really afford like a full breakdown of each of these games because there are, after all, 17 of them. Uh, so week one. Since and you have the, to keep track of your own so that you're not like, you know, right? Right. Keep right. track of our own prediction. All right. Correct. Yeah. Week right. one, Cincy. Going to you, Jake. Um, I'm trying to figure out if I want to make the people watching happy or try to get it right. Uh, you want to try and get I it I would right. say, I know, I would say <laughs> that this is going to be a close loss. So mm-hmm. I have them at 0-1. Okay. Brad? 
Uh, they win week one. They nice. got Cincy's number and uh, <clears throat> plenty of time to prepare for them. Uh, the first time they will see the new offense, so uh, no tape out there for Cincinnati to prepare for. Uh, if Watson plays well, I think they win uh, handily. Actually, uh, okay, well, handily is is quite handily. a prediction. Actually, yeah, I like I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah, okay, yeah. we will be we will try and remember to revisit that in September. Um, revisit it. <laughs> write it down. <laughs> take it a down. picture. Take I don't give up. a fuck. <laughs> you said it. It's very going to be very hard to take a picture of your words, Brad. But I will do my best. Uh, at Pittsburgh, Monday Night Football, Week Two. Oh, by the way, I have them winning against NC Two. I think it's a close game. But I think they win that game because I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it was Jake. You brought up they lost to Pittsburgh off the rip last year, Cincy. And I think they might be a little bit weak uh, week one. So we're going to we're going to surprise them. Week two at Pittsburgh, Monday Night Football, Jake. Uh, I have that as a win. Tough to go into Pittsburgh and win. But I have that as a uh, we're all disappointed coming off a week one loss and they find a way to get a win in Pittsburgh. Right. Win uh, Monday Night Football. Starting two and zero, Cleveland is going to be bananas. I mean, cars might be on fire, riot. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. it could be wild. Uh, but uh, I will point out real quickly: not a huge breakdown here. But Justin S in the chat said this is uh, Greg Newsom's first interception of his NFL career game here yep. against Kenny freaking Pickett. Uh, yes, I, yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah, it I might be a it might be a first interception for a lot of Browns. Secondary yes. players. Uh, yeah. Having on. said that, I actually have them losing this game because I think, uh, you know, it's that thing where the NFL does the thing you don't expect. So they go to Pittsburgh, Monday Night Football, tough crowd, and they lose. Uh, week three, Tennessee, Jake. I have this one as a win. I okay. don't think Tennessee is going to be very good. It doesn't mean it's a blowout, but I think right. it's a close win. Brad? Uh, win. Okay. Shocker. Uh, <laughs> hey, come on, man. This Brad's is what you want. This Brad's is how what I feel about this team. Yeah, I come love it. Right. I love I the confidence. I have it as a win too. I tend to agree. I don't know who Ryan Tannehill is going to throw the ball to. Um, I think the offense could be quite ugly for them, and uh, the defense is not going to be good enough to keep them in games the way that it has in previous years. So I, I see that as a win. So I've got them at two and one. We've all got them at two and one. I got him at three now. Three. I'm sorry, Brad. I've already forgotten that you. Yep, yeah, you've got them going seventeen and zero. Okay, Baltimore week four. Uh, oh. Jake, what do you have? Um, that is a home game against Baltimore, where Cleveland has actually played them pretty well at home lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're. Mm, I'm gonna say they win i'm saying they're okay. three one wow oh, man wow he's got a mouthful of kool-aid bread yeah i'm gonna i i actually have them losing this one Ooh, you know th- three three games in a row they start mm-hmm. off fast baltimore is mm-hmm. always a tight game mm-hmm. uh they'll find a way to split with them but they lose this one okay i see it as a win um i think that uh you know the they're you know, talking about growing pains with an offense. I think Lamar Jackson and Todd Munkin's offense might be a little bit of a slow start. Agreed. Um, so yeah, I've got this as a win. And so I, now I can say we have them all at three and one going into the bye. Uh, San Francisco coming out of the bye. Jake. I think they lose this one. I think Shanahan is so tough to deal with. 
And I just think that Trey Lance is going to start and be pretty good. I think he's just criminally slept on at this point. Like, I just think mm-hmm. he's going to start for them at the beginning of the year. Yep. And they're going to be pretty good. They're so talented. I mm-hmm. don't like them at all. I do like that it's in Cleveland. I think it'll be close, but I think like a 49ers uh, field goal separates uh, that that game makes it a three and two for me. Brad. Yeah. Uh, San Francisco is just uh, a juggernaut. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's a loss probably. Yeah. One of the better teams in the league coming into Cleveland feels like a loss. And it does feel, I mentioned 2019 earlier, uh, you know, there are other versions of that first four before the bye where the 49ers coming in after the bye could really kind of ruin the season for the Browns. Uh, it would be early, but if they, you know, there's there's definitely a world in which they're two and three or one and four after this 49ers game. Uh, so, okay, we, we have, we agree across the board that they lose that game. They travel the next week uh, to Indianapolis. Uh, Jake, your thoughts there? It's got to be a win. I have it as a win and it absolutely flat out has to be one. Yep. Brad? Same. Yep. Across the board, this is one that they absolutely, yes, I agree, have to win. It's either going to be Anthony Richardson, who I like. I like as a quarterback. I like Shane Steichen as a as an offensive coach. Um, but it's pains. not just about the quarterback. They're, that team yeah. overall, people have been overhyping their talent for years. And I think that last year the, the bottom fell out for more reasons than just the quarterback situation. Um, there's not a lot of talent on that team. And they don't seem to believe that about themselves. So, it, I, I think the most important thing there is it does have to be a win. Uh, next week, uh, we're talking week eight out to Seattle, out to the West Coast. Jake? Tough trip. Hate going there. Tough field to play at. I think they're going to be pretty good. Uh, JSN is going to really complement that receiver room. They've got a stable of running backs now with Zach uh, Charbonnet that they just brought in, and they always play good defense out that way, even though they're sort of – uh, moving off some pieces they've had there for a bit. I still think they're going to lose that one in a close one. I think they sit at four and three after that game. Right. Yeah, the uh, the twelves and the atmosphere and their passing game uh, ends up being too much in this one. I do think they play them closely. Uh, they probably match one of the few teams that can match up corner wise with their wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Um if they're healthy at this point. So I think it makes for a really fun game, mm-hmm. but unfortunately a loss. Yeah. I think there's a world in which Brad, you make a great point about a fun game that this could be an early season flex to, to a primetime slot. I don't know. I haven't looked at what the week eight schedule is, but Seattle and Cleveland are both teams that, you know, I think are going to have a good years. And so it could be a really fun one, a high scoring game. Uh, I have this as a win because I think that Geno Smith as the season wore on, some of the magic started to wear off. And so I'm thinking that trend continues. And even though, you know, they've got a great wide receiver core and I really like their defense, uh, I think that the offense overall is, is, is just going to trend down because, you know, uh, I don't think Geno is as good as, you know, he kind of took the league by storm there. Um, but, of course, you know, there's also the world in which they just run it all over the Browns. So uh, week nine – uh, Arizona back home. Uh, this is probably Colt McCoy, I think. Right, Jake? It's got to be a win. Yeah. Even if Kyler's back, it's got to be a win. Yep. So they got to be at five and three based on what I have. Brad? Yeah, no no question. Uh, got to win. Arizona, you know, you they were fortunate to get the AFC uh, South and NFC West, right, mm-hmm. this year. Uh, and when you look at that, uh, you got to win 
out of those what six games or uh, I don't even my bad I'm doing terrible math right now. Uh, a lot of those teams are poor, except for like three of them. So right. uh, the, you got to win those games, uh, yes. except for those three. And one of those is Arizona, so that's a dub. Okay. I agree, obviously. Uh, making up for, what was it, two years ago in Cleveland when the Cardinals came in and just absolutely pasted the Browns? Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. That was that was ugly, and I don't like it, so we're not going to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> week 10 at Baltimore, Jake. Week 10 at Baltimore, I think they lose that one. Mm-hmm. I'd be in beating Baltimore at home. I do not have them beating Baltimore on the road. So five and four for me right now. Brad? Yeah, I just have this uh, flipped. I have them actually getting the split. They get it one way or another, but I'm going to have them get it on the road this year and an upset win. Okay. I've got it as a loss um, because I think the the Ravens, uh, you know, it's going to be very hard to do anything other than split with the Ravens. That's kind of your best case scenario. Uh, Week 11, Pittsburgh at home. Jake? I – I just continue to think Pittsburgh isn't very good, and that could be a me problem. I was, if you paid attention to what I say over the years, I didn't think the Bengals were really good all the way until the very end of that year, and they found a way of the Super Bowl. So I'm no, I'm a noted idiot, but I think that they should beat Pittsburgh twice this year. So I have them now at six, six and four. I think I remember you even saying something about Cincinnati not being good last year. Once or twice. It wasn't that I didn't think they were good. I thought that they were not going to repeat the success of the year before, which right. they, they right. did. Yeah. But they, you know, process results. Yeah. We talk about that all the time. We sure do. Uh, still don't love Zach Taylor as a head coach, but we're not talking about the Bengals. We're talking about the Steelers. Brad. Oh, this is a win. They sweep the Steelers this year. Nice. Uh, Kenny Pickett season. Yeah. Yep. S Z N or whatever that that's means they, when people write that. It. Yeah. Yes, uh, uh, so I've got it as that's a how the well. kids do it. That's right. So you know. And you, and you are, of course, our youth culture representative. Oh yeah, yeah, me. Yep. ambassador. Yeah, that's right, ambassador. Liaison. That's mm-hmm. yes. Uh, all right. Uh, whoo, what do I have them at? Can I do this math on the fly? Probably not. Four and one, four and two. I think I've got them at all seven right, and three. Me too. Cool. I have them uh, at six and four. I'm okay. the downer. I like it. Spicy meatballs over here. Uh, Jake, let's go to Denver. Denver, tough game, but I think they win. Okay. I think they go to seven and four after the, the Denver game for me. Brad. Um, this is a weird approach. I think this trip results in a split either way. Mm-hmm. Um so uh, I'll 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 say the loss at Denver. I, th- I expect them to be better than they were last year. And then, uh, yeah, okay, loss seven and four. Okay, I've got them winning that game because I think that the Sean Payton Russell Wilson combo is going to explode hilariously. Oh. I think that is destined for failure, and I can't wait. To I watch hope that. so. Yeah, the Broncos fans deserve it. Uh, next week they are at LA, so they'll probably stay out on the West Coast. I don't know where. Some uh, college campus or some such. I, it's, it'll be interesting to see where they decide what uh, swanky like resort, a Hilton perhaps. Hotel, probably. Yeah, some yeah. sort of Hilton, something with a field. Whatever, wherever the Cowboys go for a training camp for a week or two, Oxnard, right? Maybe they'll do something like yeah. that. Uh, all right, sure. so they're in LA, uh, that really fancy stadium. Uh, Jake, what do you have them doing against the Rams? That's an upset loss. I don't think the Rams will be very good, but that smells to me like a. Um, 
you know, the Browns seven and four at that Edwin point, walks, feeling themselves yeah. a little bit, go out there again, uh, stick, even travel further on the left coast. Mm-hmm. Got them losing that one, seven and five. Brett? Oh, that's a win uh, yep. for sure. I, I, I've got them being the Rams eight and four after, uh, yeah, they're sitting pretty here, eight and four. Uh, but they'll be uh, right there, you know. I think the Bengals will be like uh, seven and uh, five right about now. Mm-hmm. So uh, it'll be tough down the stretch. I didn't expect to be this optimistic. I've got them beating the Rams. So I've got them at nine and three, which is uh, Woo! okay. Woo! I, mean, I, I would love to see it. Uh, they come home and play the Jacksonville Jaguars, the improving, the rapidly improving Jacksonville Jaguars. Jake. Um, I have them losing to the Jaguars, so I have them at seven and six. Okay, rough times, rough times. Uh, Brad, yeah, seven and six, do. you're still in it. You're, you're <laughs> yeah. okay because look at what's coming up after the Jags a good two game mm-hmm. stretch there. Yeah, I have them losing to the Jaguars. Jaguars are going to be a very good football team. Uh, be a difficult game. I think it'll be a close one at home, but a, uh, a late, late loss. Um, brings them back to eight and five. Uh, after you know that's weird too. Coming off two weeks away, come home. That can be kind of a funky uh, a game, I think. And uh, Jacksonville, I think, is going to be uh, uh, one of the better teams in the AFC. So interesting, interesting. Okay, I have them uh, losing this game as well. Um, and I don't, it's, I don't, I still don't know how I feel about the Jaguars. I got to decide on that. But uh, but. I, I do think, you know, they got to lose one of those in there. So if it's not one of the ones on the row, it's certainly this one. So that wraps up week 14. If they're seven and six and we're talking about fire. What are we doing? There's so <laughs> That's much insanity. That That's insanity, Serge. No Come way, on. Serge. I might bring six? it up. I think people know me well enough. You're, I might bring yeah. it up. Andrew already would have had him fired yeah, if I he might, was in charge. I might bring it up. I might bring it up. All right, let's go to – well, no, the, the Bears come to Cleveland for either a Saturday – It's a win. It's a yeah. win. they got to win that game. Yep. Gotta it's win one of those must wins, right? Bears are a year away. I have them yep. at eight and six right now. Brad? Yeah. Yep. Uh, that takes them to nine and six. Nine and five, yeah. Nine and five, pardon yeah. me. Yeah. I have them at eight and six. You have them at nine and five. I've Carry the two. Ten. I've got them at <laughs> ten and four somehow, <laughs> but I want to fire the head coach. It's uh, It's a mystery. Uh, all right, then they go to Houston. Uh, you know, another one down there. Uh, probably CJ Stroud against Deshaun Watson. Yeah, they win. They win that game. Got to win it. Yeah. They're nine and nine and uh, six for me at this point. Yep. Ten wins right here. That's that's win number uh, double digit wins in yep. Houston, week sixteen. The city is burning. Yeah, I've got them at eleven and four somehow. Okay. Holy cow. Uh, what yeah. a, the ta- the turntables out here, yeah, huh? The turns are tabling. Yep. Uh, they come home for the Jets on a Thursday night, uh, and I think uh, you know it's either if the Aaron Rodgers show. If the Browns are seven and six, the Browns have had one winning season in the last ten. If what? they're seven and six with Chicago and Houston coming up, why are we talking about? His, if they lose those two games, sure, you right. could then be. If they went from seven. What and six seven, to and seven and eight? eight. Yeah. Yeah, then you like what? Well, come on, I, we're just way too eager to talk about this guy losing his job. No way, unreal. Uh, the Jets game and Cincinnati game, I have them splitting it, whatever okay. way you want. Probably, yep. 
Um, uh, 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 maybe the Jets at this point have packed it in. Who knows what happens? But Absurd. I'll say that they win the Jets game to get to 10 and 6, and then they lose the final game against Cincinnati and go 10 and 7 is my prediction for the year. Playoffs? 10 and 7 should get you into the playoffs as a wild card. Yes, not winning the division. I think that division probably goes to Cincinnati again. Um, and I just, I don't feel good. I, I, I don't feel like making that prediction is like, well, how does that make sense? I just don't, it feels like that's just you believing in uh, injuries or something. They're not more talented than a couple of teams in this division overall. So I, I need, and you also need to see a lot of things come together still, but I think 10 and seven on that schedule is very fair. That's a very fair outcome. Now 10 and seven could win the division. It could be yep. both Cincinnati and Cleveland are, are nine and what nine and six going into that final game and they need to win it to win the division. So take that for what it's worth. That it could be a coin flip there. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I, I think nine and six into the Cincinnati game feels very right. And, and they, I just have them splitting with Cincinnati and, that's tough on the road. That would be an on the road game. You know how that is, man. So I think 10 and seven making the playoffs, not quite winning the division yet. And I think the division is like the next year is where I think the division and, and, and going crazy, but you get a ticket to the playoffs and mm-hmm. wild card ticket. And you know, you never know what can happen. Right. Uh, we're on the jets game, right? Well, yes. Well, yeah, I did. Jake too. Excited. I just yeah. finished it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. He snapped uh, the ball early. I can dig it. Uh, yeah, Jets at home is a win that gets them to 11, uh, and then they lose. So what ultimately will happen here, here's my scenario, okay, mm-hmm. uh, is you have, uh, they, they win to go to week 18 where winner wins the division and they go to Cincinnati and lose in a tight one, but both mm-hmm. teams are in the playoffs and Cincinnati wins the division. All right. I've got them winning both since we're doing two games at once. Uh, I've got them winning both and going 13 and four. I got to say, I did shit. not see that happening. <laughs> no. And you're still want Stefanski fired. No, man, I, Sir, just... I will answer your question at seven and six. I do not see anybody no. with a brain on their shoulders. That's yeah. not a windpipe eating up the airwaves doing this because yes, they may have split that West coast situation. If they, they'll, there will be people saying there's pressure on the next two. When you have Houston and Chicago, if they lose those games or split them, maybe, but at seven and six, I do not see how you're after the first five games, I really do not see how you're uh, arguing that there's like an imminent fight. Like that, that's just blowhards doing it at that point. It is. Yeah. There's no, let it play out at that point. It, yeah. It, yes. Again, anybody can say anything. It's a matter of who to use, whose opinion do you take seriously? Like, right. I don't, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but there's not many people that at seven and six this year questioning Stefanski's job. I would take very seriously. Let let those two games after that happen and play out. Like, the, the, in my opinion, the season will be made weeks twelve through sixteen. Like mm-hmm. that's where the season will be made because you can beat Denver, you can beat the Rams, you can beat the Jags, you can beat the Bears, and you can beat the Texans. How many of those can you get? So if you split the two West Coasters, you lose a tough one to the Jags, who are a good football team. We hypothetically think. Then you have two very winnable games. So if you're sitting there at seven and six and you're arguing, well, Stefanski should be fired, and they end up nine and six. Why? Why are we arguing about that? That's a waste of our yeah. time. <laughs> They'd be nine yeah. and six. So I just, I just think that like that's, if they were five and 
eight or something in that range in that middle section, then yeah, we probably would, but not seven and six. I just think that's just wanting to move on from a coach, like at that point. It's just for no reason. So that's just my opinion. But again, I'm a noted idiot, and you know how that goes. No, although my prediction didn't go this way, and I predicted them to do better. If they were seven and six, I you know with that schedule heading down the stretch, I would have to say I'd be pretty happy at that point. You know, mm-hmm. not like over the moon, but I would be like, okay, you know, that we're in it here. Right. And a lot of this depends on what we've seen from Watson and the offense and things like that that we're not even accounting for here. But still, at seven to six, you've got a shot. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think that you know, obviously, we've talked about it all off season. This really does come down to what Watson looks like. But I think that there's a very mm-hmm. real scenario in which, given the way this schedule plays out, that with with so many home games and and the bye week early that they're really clicking by the time the schedule gets tougher as they get into it. And I think, Jake, you're absolutely right about, you know, I mean, I think you can even extend that back to week 10 because they've got those two divisional games. And so if they can split those and, you know, then it kind of goes on from there. That back half of the schedule is what I would describe it as is gettable, right? It's not, yep. there's there's not a bunch of gimmies other than the Bears uh, probably at home and, and maybe the Texans, although I think the Texans might be a little bit better than people think. But there's a lot of winnable games. There's not any games on there that you would totally rule out. And really, in general, looking at this schedule, there's not a games that, a lot of games that you would totally rule them out of. I mean, I think the 49ers game is going to be a real tough one. Uh, and obviously, you know, uh, the Bengals have won the division, you know, two years in a row. So they're they're obviously a good team. But uh, you know, the the Ravens have their their flaws, uh, and I think the Steelers. You know, so so there's not if you look. Top to bottom on the schedule, the only games that I would stand here and say it's going to be tough to win those games would be the 49ers game, just because of what I think of the 49ers and then both Bengals games. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's not a lot of juggernauts on this schedule, right? Like, they're all, they're all winnable games, right? There's no, uh, you know, there's, they're, they're not facing the Bills or Kansas City or anybody like that, like, you know, or even uh, any of the NFC teams that are any good, if there right. are any. Yeah. Uh, but, the, you know, you get my point here. Yeah. The toughest games are in your division and the 49ers game and maybe the Jaguars. But, you know, even the, that's not a lock that the Jaguars no. are fantastic. They're certainly beatable. Yeah, their defense was not good last year, so... It, you know, the, the offense is a, is a lot to be worried about. But, yeah, I, I think I think there's a case to be made for most of these games. And even getting the 49ers at homes, home makes that, you know, an argument. Whereas I think if you were going on the road to San Francisco, you know, it would be a pretty tall task. So, yeah, uh, yeah you can't win your season. You can't win your season in the first six games. You can't, right. you can't but you can lose it. So That's they right. have to find a way through week six. And if you throw in week seven, yep, getting to three and three is pretty important. I mean, if oh, you look I think that's non-negotiable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think you can be two and four no. with having four of five. Your four of your first five at home right. in that Colts game week seven. You can't be two and four. You got to right. be three and three minimum. Because if you get three, then you got two two winnable games after that. Tough one, Seattle, but Cardinals. So that's what four. Split the Ravens, Steelers, five. Split the next two of those. That's six uh, for those West Coast games coin flip with the Jags you got two coin flip games Jags and, and Bengals that could get you to nine and ten and you win the Bears Texans who knows about the Jets at a home game on Thursday night 
Like yep. you can see how it three and three sets you up for a nice yep. outcome. Yep. So three and three is like the number you have to be at. <laughs> in my opinion. That just that just gave me a real nasty flashback to last year and uh, yeah. The three and three. three well, they six, lost it. Yeah, that, that's no, they really what they did, did last they really year. Did. They, yes. they, they really lost their season. They really early. did. And that's, yeah. that's what we need yeah. them to avoid this year. And we harped on can't it through win the it. end of the season. Yeah. yeah. 100%. The, that Falcons lost and the Chargers lost. Yeah. And the Jets. Yeah. And the how many Jets. times do we say it'd be nice to have that Jets game or that Falcons game at this point, right? So, yeah, they got to get that right. Yep. Yep. Brad? No, I I agree. I think – did you ask a specific question here, or am I just responding? Into, well, it looked like you, you, you had your fingers poised. Oh, I, I, I'm just, were, uh, you know, flexing. You sort of Italian, you know, really kind of. Flexing the hand here, but okay, whatever. Sure. I'll talk. Let's talk. Sure. Uh, you know, I I think, uh, I think I like it. You know, the bye week is unfortunate. It's always unfortunate if it's way early or way late, but yep. you live with it, and... Um, to Jake's point, logistically, it sets up nicely. Uh, unfortunately, you will have to go, uh, what is that, 12 straight weeks without a buy, which was kind of soul-crushing two years ago when they had to do that and the buy was so late. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, that that's my only concern. Uh, you get a mini-buy heading into... Uh, what is that week at 18? So that's yeah. they, they, they did us a favor there. If it does come down to that last game, mm-hmm. Bengals at Kansas City, us playing Thursday night at the Jets, you get the long weekend, 10 days to get ready for that game at, at Bengals there. Yeah. Uh, so if that one has some meaning, uh, the schedule makers kind of helped us out there a little. Yeah, and I think, you know, just overall with the bye week, from from what I've heard from teams over the years, you prefer it early if you have to choose early or late i mean obviously everybody wants it week eight or whatever but i think you like it early because you kind of can treat the first four as a little bit of an extended preseason right i mean the the browns are introducing a new offense this year uh you know uh changing some to most of their offense i think time will tell on that but there's a little bit of an element here of all right well we've played everybody in the division here's what worked here's what didn't let's you know, kind of go through and revamp. I mean, you remember in the 2020 season, that bye week uh, kind of spurred them on to to fix the offense and what was wrong with it through the second half of the year. So um, I think it provides more of an opportunity being early in the season than having to wait that late. Now, I know that the, the fatigue piece is real, uh, but that's where, you know, depth is going to become an issue. And, and that's where it just goes back to what we've talked about, about trying to raise the floor at every position so that there's just more competition across the roster so that, you know, if you need to rely on somebody that wasn't a starter going into the year, you can by the end of the year. I what, kind of wish 500 right now. Yeah, that, was I heard that. that was me. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I am. I've got the uh, track side box yeah, seats. I didn't know if it was maybe a ringtone. Nice. Yeah. No, it's a literal motorcycle going by my house. Um, but yeah, you got, that was good sound quality. It's a, a good. Yeah. I got a good bike. Got a good mic. Good. And that guy had a really nice bike. Mike. The guy the, had a uh, nice the, bike, yeah. The, the uh, schedule, it's like the Super Bowl for uh, NFL social media teams. Oh, man. Uh, if you haven't paid attention. The, for, yeah. the, uh, the Chargers did another anime one, which is great. Mm. The Bears did one off of the show, The Bear, which is a oh. lot of fun. I'm reevaluating sure. my Browns beating the Bears selection. Okay. Uh, the, the Browns did one like based on Brownie the Elf wrestling. So mm. go check that out if you're so inclined. Nothing to do with a new dog. 
uh, logo or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I wanted to ask you guys, do you think the early buy helps because they start before everybody else except for the Jets uh, with the uh, Hall of Fame game and all well, that that's stuff? That's a good point. That's a good point. Interesting point. That may be why it's there too. Yeah, that's a good point. Because um, they'll, yeah, they'll be like, 10 consecutive weeks in by the time that bye week comes around. Listen, here's the thing. I would like the the bye early better if they wouldn't have jammed the Bengals, Steelers, Ravens into the first four weeks. Like if you would have came out and you got four games off your schedule, maybe one divisional game, and then had a chance to kind of say, oh, we've seen the offense. Here's what yep. we need to change. Here's what we need to do better. Before you really get into the divisional play, I think then it would be a more better advantage. But the fact that they rammed those three games in the first four yep. uh, makes it not as advantageous in my opinion. Yeah, they, they can't simply cannot afford a slow start the way that they yeah. started last year slow. They just they cannot afford a two and four start. It's to, to Jake's point, it would be pretty much season ending, I think, as as far as if you try and chart a path for them with two wins from the Colts game, you try and chart a path from there to the playoffs and finding eight wins out of the last uh eleven games is tricky business. It is business. Uh, okay, well, I think that pretty much wraps us up, unless anybody has any other stray schedule observations. Obviously, uh, we will continue to you know assess this and evaluate this, and if there's any any real big takeaways that we miss, we'll you know maybe there'll be an article or something. But I think for the most part, we've we've kind of covered it from every angle here. We have covered it from every angle, Andrew. Thirteen and four. Yep. Wild prediction yep. stuff. I love it um, from you. Unexpected. I like the unexpected. I had 10 and 7. Brad, what did you have again? 11. 11. And, and 6. 6. Yep. Yep. Carry, Still getting used to the extra game. It's so carry the 2. Again, yep. struggling yep. with the, the math. Yep. All right. Yep. 13 and 4. Why any, not? Any, uh, any wild know. stabs at a game that you think will be, uh, and we'll get out of here, a game that will be flexed? Well, like I said, I think that Seahawks one? game. Okay. I think that West Coast Seahawks uh, game would be a, a fun one. I just want to see I it think one more time. Week I think Jaguars. I'm going to say Jaguars at mm, home gets flexed. That's juicy. That's juicy. Yeah. Week 17, I Brent? think, get flexed. Week 17. It's already it's already, already, or 18. Already, 18. Oh, 18. Sure, sure, 18. sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking that week 17 game, because that's like in the in-between Christmas, New Year's, that could be a good one to mm-hmm. attend. Uh, yeah, to attend. that might be a that might be a little juicy to attend. A little Aaron Rodgers. There's a little history with the Jets on Thursday night at home, huh? Right, Wasn't that exactly. the uh, the beer fridge? Uh, it was. Or, uh, it was. absolutely was. It was. Don't the play Mayfield. them on Monday. Don't play them on Sundays at one o'clock when you're up thirteen yeah. points. But no, nope. yeah, play them on Thursday. No, nope. yeah, It'd be great. That's all we all got, right. Andrew. Take us out of here, man. Let's wrap it up, folks. Uh, Thank you to everybody that uh, joined us in the chat. Uh, chat was active as always, and uh, I've got a lot of people singing my praises for being wildly optimistic. So uh, maybe I'll try to do that more often. Uh, best chat, best chat yeah, in the world. You. Best chat in the game. Uh, thank you to Barry McBride for stopping by. Thank you very much to Ian McBride for running things behind the scenes and having all these graphics ready for us. Uh, made the whole thing so much easier and smoother and, and cooler, frankly. And then, of course, thank you to Jake Burns and Brad Ward for joining me. Uh, we will be back uh, on Monday with Unscripted, me and Mike Keefe, and then uh, our new off-season schedule will continue with Brad on Tuesdays. All eyes on Cleveland at 7, Garage Beers at 9, and then I believe OBR Weekly's week on is next week, so they will be on next Wednesday at 7 as well. So join us next week for a uh, full summer slate of shows, and we will see you then. Until then, 
Go Browns. Go Browns. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.